Today on the newscast, Israel strikes a Syrian airbase, plus Iran makes new hypersonic missile threats against Tel Aviv. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to Dallas. I am back in the Big D hosting TBN's Centerpoint program all week. Folks, if you haven't watched Centerpoint, it's a great hard-hitting news program that we have every night here on TBN. You can see it at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time and then again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to check it out all this week. I will be in the host chair. In the meantime, I'm with you, of course, here like I am every day on the Watchman newscast. And we've got some breaking news out of the world's most volatile and strategic region, the Middle East. Israel yesterday, uh, Sunday, November 13th, reportedly carried out airstrikes against the Shirat Air Base in central Syria near the city of Homs. Now, why is this important, folks? A few reasons. Uh, number one, Reportedly, Iran was using this base as a transit point to ship drones, likely onto the, into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. So it was being used for Iranian drones first. And secondly, in the past at least, there has been a Russian presence at this Syrian air base. Apparently, Russia has helped fortify and build up this air base in recent months. Now we assume or we presume that no Russian forces were on the premises when Israel carried out these airstrikes. Israel is very careful to not involve Russia in any way in the airstrikes that it conducts in Syria against the likes of Iran and Hezbollah. And again, Israel and Russia share this so-called deconfliction mechanism. That's what they call it where Israel and Russia communicate on a frequent basis. I guess they have a hotline of some sort where Israel, at times it seems, gives Russia a heads up that, hey, we're going to come in, we're going to carry out strikes against Iran and Hezbollah in Syria. So that's exactly what unfolded yesterday. And this comes in the wake, by the way, of last week's, some have called it a mysterious strike, but it appears pretty certain that Israel struck this Iranian convoy along the Iraq-Syria border that was reportedly shipping fuel and weapons on to Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. So the drumbeat continues in Syria. We reported late last month that Israel carried out some pretty serious airstrikes around the Syrian capital of Damascus as well. Folks, add it all up, we've had hundreds of Israeli airstrikes in Syria over the past decade, may have even passed the 1,000 mark at this point for two reasons. Uh, number one, Iran will not stop, will not cease with its efforts to entrench itself militarily in Syria at Israel's doorstep. Iran persists in trying to transit precision-guided missiles, drones, and all form of military hardware through Syria into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon and onto the Golan Heights, again, at Israel's doorstep. That's one reason it continues. The second reason is Israel says this is a red line. We will not allow it. Iran, we will not allow you to duplicate in Syria what you've been able to do in southern Lebanon in the form of Hezbollah. So what you have, folks, is a collision course between Israel and Iran to the north of Israel in Syria and Lebanon. We've talked many times here in the newscast 
about that coming Great Northern War, which will pit Israel against the likes of the Iranian regime, Hezbollah, and their various jihadi allies and proxies in Syria and Lebanon. That day is coming, and it's not only going to be the main theater of action will be in the north, but it won't only be in the north. We've talked many times here in the newscast about that Iranian ring of fire, which surrounds Israel on all sides. And remember, Israel is the size of the state of New Jersey. It's surrounded not only to the north by Hezbollah and those Shia militias in Syria, but by Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza, the Houthis in Yemen. And Iran eventually, folks, will activate that ring of fire. And a big question is, when all this comes to pass, what will Russia do? you got to believe that Russia's not too happy that Israel struck this airbase yesterday, which had had at least a Russian presence, and Russia had had a hand in building it back up. And that brings us to this hypersonic missile report, which we first discussed last week on the newscast. Iran, the Revolutionary Guards Corps of Iran, that elite vanguard of the Iranian regime, announced that they now have a hypersonic missile capability. Hypersonic missiles, a, a new level of danger, obviously, for whoever possesses them. Uh, China has tested them. North Korea has tested them. Russia has apparently used them on the battlefield in Ukraine. And now Iran says they have them. Why are they so dangerous? They travel at five times the speed of sound, and they fly at a very low altitude, which makes them extremely difficult to shoot down. They're able to evade missile defense systems. Of course, Israel has some of the best missile defense in the world in the form of Iron Dome, David Sling, and the Arrow missile defense system, even developing laser-based defense systems. Nonetheless, Iran now says that their hypersonic missiles, and key point here, folks, is it credible, Iran's claim? We don't know, but Iran is certainly claiming that they now have these hypersonic missiles, which can evade any missile defense system in the world, according to the Iranian regime. And to drive that point home today, November 14th, on an Iranian regime, one of their official mouthpieces, one of their official Iranian newspapers, on the cover of the paper, it claimed that these hypersonic missiles can reach Tel Aviv in 400 seconds. That's a little under seven minutes. So Iran is boasting about this capability. I mentioned Russia. Let's tie it all back together here as we close. We know that Iran has been supplying Russia with drones, hundreds of them that Russia is using in Ukraine. We know that Russian soldiers have trained on how to use these drones in Iran. And we know that Iranian trainers have traveled to Ukraine in places like Crimea to train Russia on the drones. Russia is using these drones to great effect throughout Ukraine. The big question I leave you with, what is Iran getting out of this? I don't think they're just giving Russia these drones out of the goodness of their hearts. Is there a quid pro quo, so to speak? We've been asking here over the past few weeks, and Iran has apparently been asking Russia for assistance with the Iranian nuclear program. Would Russia go that far and actually assist Iran in developing nuclear weapons? And what about the hypersonic missiles, folks? Again, China has tested them. North Korea has tested them. But Russia has actually used these hypersonic missiles on the battlefields in Ukraine. Would Russia be open to using or to sharing 
this hypersonic missile capability with Iran. Could that be the source, perhaps, of Iran's sudden confidence, its sudden boast about hypersonic missiles? That Russia-Iran relationship continues to deepen, and the prophetic echoes are everywhere, folks. We've talked many times here in the newscast about that coming war of Gog and Magog laid out in the book of Ezekiel. Chapters 38 and 39, I believe a day is coming where Russia will lead what Ezekiel calls a latter days, T-T-E-R, latter days confederation that includes Iran and Turkey and other nations that will come against Israel. The good news is they don't get very far. They perish on the mountains of Israel when God Almighty intervenes in the affairs of men in the way that he hasn't in 2,000 years. So fasten your seatbelt. Keep praying about this situation. We are watching it very closely for you. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.